Are you totally ready to get your brave pants on this year? Because as a teacher, I know what it's like to sit in fear and to sit in doubt and to not know what direction to go when you feel stressed, overwhelmed, unfulfilled. You're ready for a career change, but you don't want to leave teaching. Never did I think that truthfully, a few years ago, I would be setting where I'm setting. It was always just a distant dream, but I have talked to so many teachers across our country who have said, I've always thought about starting my own school, and I'm right there with you because I didn't want this super big school. I just wanted like a little school in my backyard with maybe six to 10 kids, and now I've got 18 kids coming to my house every day, three employees, It's been a ride. It's been so beautiful. And if you are ready to step in this year to change the trajectory of your life, to change the trajectory of education, you are in the right place. This year, coming up in 2023, I'm super excited to be able to share five books called 100 Days of Brave, written by Annie F. Downs. It is the book that I read prior to actually walking away from my teaching career. And I would love to share this with you, even if you're not ready just yet. I just truly believe that this book will help. It's an easy read. It's 100 days, 100 little thoughts, questions, and just some real life scenarios from NEF Downs as she had to make big decisions in her life when it came to making a change and embracing the word brave. So by leaving a written review on Apple Podcasts, you would bless us so big. And by doing that, all you have to do is go to the Teacher Let Your Light Shine podcast, scroll all the way down to the bottom. You'll probably go past about eight episodes and it will say to leave a review and it will give you the stars and you rate the show. But then you scroll down just a little bit more and in purple, it will say write a review. I just did this for another podcaster that I listened to and it really took me. I just wanted to make sure I just want to make sure every time I leave a review, does it truly take me less than 30 seconds? And it does. So leave a review. And those of you who leave a review by December the 11th, we will be sending those of you who have been put into the drawing will draw five names and those five will be sent a Annie F. Downs 100 Days to Brave to kick off the new year and read it along with me. And we will stay continually encouraging one another. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on.
Hey there, teacher friend. Welcome back to another Friday episode where I give you a fun or quick or fast factor, something that I'm thinking of that I hope takes you into the weekend, almost like a final thought. And today in this episode, I want to share with you a term that I have found to be very prominent in many types of careers. And I have found, especially in our career of teaching, this is a term that gets used when you see teachers feeling overworked, burned out, upset, frustrated, aggravated, feeling as if they are a part of a system and not knowing how to get out, not wanting to be the creative, incredible person as a teacher that they feel they've been gifted to be and to put into the lives of many children in the classroom. They want to collaborate on a different level. They want to be able to team up with parents and with other teachers and even be able to pour into their students, but they feel as if they've got too much data. They have too many tracking systems, too many standards that they have to follow, too many protocols, too many meetings, too many expectations, too many behavior problems, just feeling as if it's too much, too much overwhelm. And this term that we often find that teachers are doing, but they may not even know that they're doing it. It's not a new way of working in a sense, but it is a new term. And that term is quiet quitting. It is somewhat controversial because the topic has become pretty revolutionary, especially since COVID, especially since people are starting to really get just bugged out of their skin about some new legislation that's coming down the pipeline and they feel as if this just isn't this isn't the direction I want to go in my career. And so it begins quiet quitting. And I believe that quiet quitting is a mechanism that we use because we don't want to quit and we don't want to let go because there's so much guilt and there's so much pain and there's so much hopelessness because we thought this is what we wanted to do the rest of our lives or we just envisioned it to be so much differently and we feel guilty in a sense that we don't want to be a part of it anymore. And so the term quiet quitting has been on my mind. I want to clear up some confusion around this term and some tips to help you if you feel as if you are resonating with this term. Quiet quitting, and you don't have to feel blame, you don't have to feel panic, it doesn't actually have anything to do with automatically quitting, but it's simply showing up and not feeling as if you're doing your best work or feeling alive in the moment. You're almost just skirting through the day, putting out your bare minimum energy, effort, and you know that this is your career and and you are dedicated to it, but your heart is not in it. Your emotions are not in it. You're getting compensated and you just don't even feel like doing anything extra. And while, hey, I'm here to say, I'm not saying that we should pile more on our plates, but I do know what it's like to be extremely passionate and in love with what you do, whether it's cooking, sewing, baking, cleaning, taking your kids to the park or whatever it may be. You love it. And when you love it, it doesn't feel like you're really working at it. And I know there have been so many times in my career where I was feeling that joy. And even if I was missing out on other things in my life, 
I felt fulfilled because I was really enjoying what I was doing. But quiet quitting is where you're still performing your job, you're still teaching, and you really may not even have a clear plan or intention of leaving, but you're just like, blah. You're just no longer going above and beyond. You're feeling as if this is too much or even too wrong. And I truly believe that your time, your dedication to anything that you have in your life needs to be compensated in some sense, maybe not even monetarily, but in this situation of teaching, yes. And you need to be able to go to a place that you feel as if you are contributing and you know that you're doing your best work because that is what we're called to do when we work, to use our hands, to use our gifts and talents the way that God has called us to. And I battled this myself and I would just feel like, Father, what is it that I am doing? Why do I feel this way? Why did your love, why did my love for teaching go? Where did it go? And I was feeling so frustrated because I wanted it so badly. I wanted that feeling of success and freedom and enjoyment and fulfillment. And it just was difficult because I was feeling pulled in so many directions. And in my spirit, I felt like I was quiet quitting. Personally, I do believe that we all have different levels of quiet quitting, but I felt in my spirit I was detaching. I think that's another good way to use quiet quitting is there's a detachment there. And it is easy for some, but very hard for others, especially whenever you feel like you don't know what you're doing. How do we identify if we're quiet quitting? Maybe our boundaries have been etched in the sand and we don't have clear boundaries. And now we want to just break away because it feels too much. I've signed up for too much. I'm doing too much. If I can't do this amount, then it's not worthy enough. It's not good enough. And the truth of the matter is when you feel as if you're quiet quitting, I'm not suggesting that you're quiet quitting, but when you notice that you're doing this, the main thing that you need to do because you're noticing that you're doing less, my advice to you is to do it differently. And that means take a break for a minute, you know, even if you need to take a day off and you just need to regroup here and say, why am I still doing this? Am I still holding on and am I quiet quitting because I'm truthfully afraid to let go because I don't know what to to cling on to? That's where I was. I was like, I cannot even fathom telling my friends and family that I'm going to leave my teaching job. I can't even fathom what I would do with my girls and not taking them to school with me every day. I can't even fathom not doing my gift of teaching. Like my kids see me teach. My daughters went to school with me. They saw me teach. They saw me run a school. They saw me in my instructional coaching position. They saw me running all over the school and just being up on stage and having pep rallies. And they saw me in my greatest joy. And so how was I going to tell people that I was just going to do something different, but yet I didn't even know what I was going to do? How could I let go of something? And so in my spirit, I just felt this detachment. And you could possibly say that you see yourself getting less done. You're not very passionate about it. And I do believe that there is, you do have to strike a balance between perfectly uh, 
quiet quitting just for the time being, and then really just enjoying yourself so that you're not getting too anxious about what to do. So again, a quiet quitting is more about, to me, your spirit, your lack of attention, your lack of attachment, your lack of immersion. And so it's very important that you really become self-aware. Honestly, you have to become self-aware and don't beat yourself up for it. Give yourself grace and get to the root of the problem. I read a book called On Purpose by Tanya Dalton, and she says, I love to take my clients through what we call the fifth why. And she says, for an example, you just write down how you're feeling, and then you ask yourself why, and then you start the next sentence with that answer. So let me give you an example. I feel like I'm quiet quitting. Ask myself why. I feel like I'm quiet quitting because I feel detached from this love and joy of teaching. Well, why do I feel detached from this love and joy of teaching? So that's the second why. I feel detached from this love and joy of teaching because it feels too overwhelming, it feels too much, and it feels like I can't get my head above water. Well, why is it that it feels too much and too overwhelming and you can't get your head above water? Because I'm trying to run my household and I'm trying to be a good mom and I feel as if my brain and my heart are always in another place and I'm feeling burnt out and I don't know how to escape. I don't know how to identify with this next stage of my life. Then you ask yourself the fifth why. Well, why do you feel like you can't get your head above water and escape this part of your life and you don't know how to manage this new season? It's because why? It's because I feel desperate for a change, but I don't know what to do. I feel scared and I feel lonely going against the mainstream. I feel as if I could possibly make a mistake. That's the root of the problem. And that's why I'm beginning to quiet quit. And you just sit with that. And it's uncomfortable and we have to be okay with being uncomfortable. But quiet to, quiet quitting is where you start noticing that you're spending less on what you truly used to love to do and maybe even spending no time on what you love to do and you're just going through the motions. You want to work on your way out, but you're almost kind of tired to work on your way out and you really just are afraid. You feel stuck and until I can make a decision, I'm just going to skirt on through. But also on the inside, that's not feeling well to you. You're feeling uncomfortable with that. And so I say to you, if you're struggling with burnout, then quietly quitting may be what is actually happening. And until you can become self-aware on how to overcome this, you will have to do some deep searching and ask yourself why, 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 why. And when you get to the root of why, then you can say, you know what? I have a fear issue. I have an identity issue. I have a fear of making a mistake. I have a fear of letting my parents down. I have a fear of losing friends. I have a fear of money. I have a fear of 
not being a teacher and what people are going to say about me. I have a fear of wasting my time as a teacher because I thought this was what I was going to do and now I don't and now I'm upset and I'm frustrated that my love for this is gone and I don't know what else I'm good at. So if you are quiet quitting, give yourself grace. Give yourself this season of life to just set with how you are feeling and know that you're not alone. We've all gone through this, especially if you're feeling unsatisfied or you're feeling detached from what is really happening in your heart and in your spirit and where you really want to be in life and keep asking yourself the hard questions if we don't ask ourselves the hard questions we're not going to break the barrier and breaking the barrier is when you can let the light shine through i pray that this blesses you i pray that it pushes you and it just makes you set for a little bit and reflect so that you can truly get on to the greater things in life that you know that you're called to do. Until next time, keep shining. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.